Hi, Dave here from Continental Express. Uh, welcome to our podcast series where, where we're going to be sharing stories and tips from drivers and office staff. I've got uh, Chris with me and Andrew with me, and uh, we're going to go over truck stop safety and uh, yard safety. So, Chris, you've spent some time here with Continental doing yard work. Huh? Yep, I have been, I started with Continental four years ago, and I started here as a driver, a local driver, and then I got lucky to be in a position at, um, as a yard spotter at Dan and Yogurt, and I did that for a whole year, and then I got back into the truck going as a floater, and then I got the opportunity to be here as a recruiter. So now, last two years, two and a half years, I've been a recruiter hiring you guys. You got tired of eating yogurt, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. So, uh, how long did you actually spot for? Uh, for a year. I lasted a, a year up there spotting, year, and then I just needed wow. to change back into the truck. I missed the truck and got back into the truck. So, on a, on a, at, at Dan and at, at doing that on a normal, like, daily shift, by how many trailers did you move? Uh, would, oh, you, would you say just guess guessing? I would say we did probably anywhere between seventy and ninety trailer moves a day. So probably, wow. I mean, one hundred and twenty to two hundred, you know, dropping hooks a day. Oh my gosh, that's a so lot. Quite, yeah, we did quite a bit. <laughs> that's so. a lot. Wow. So what were some of the things that you did um, on a routine basis? What some of the practices, the best practices that you've picked up along the way? Um, I think probably the biggest thing is is um, just taking your time really I mean mm -hmm. it, it's a rush job anyway and, yes. and everybody around you is trying to push you to go faster faster drivers coming in from other companies you know they're drinking it out of my way so everybody's push 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 to get yeah. fast and you just you have to just take your time come up with like a some kind of a process a step-by-step -step process of something that you you know you go step one i did this step two this and until you get to the end and then just always follow that process mm -hmm. from start to finish so that way yeah. you don't miss steps you don't forget something you don't drop a trailer you know yes you yeah. just got to be very uh, i guess cautious yeah and, that, and take that, your time uh, yeah on that that's uh andrew and i've <laughs> had a lot of talks um and that's one of the things that we've, we've talked about a lot one of the things that i've always brought up was each step through a drop and hook may take 30 seconds, 45 seconds, uh, two seconds to look. I always double, sometimes triple check myself. Yeah. Um, but you go through the whole process and you do it meticulously and you don't shortcut because even like you said, they, they're, you're in a big hurry. The customer's going to get, get these 12 trailers and these 12 doors an hour ago. You know, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's kind of how it is. And you, you shortcut doing that to try and save time. You might save 10 seconds and get away with it. But if you drop that trailer, you just lost your whole day. Yeah. Now yeah. the yard's jammed up. They're waiting on a record to show up. Everything yep. comes to a screeching halt. That's and, right. Not to um, mention you're, you're shutting down a plant, a warehouse, and possibly even losing your job. So yes. The, um, yeah. The damage. I mean, if, 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 the, if the fuel tanks get damaged and it leaks fuel, now you got the EPA, EPA yeah, and yeah. a hazmat <clears> out there. It's astronomical expenses that's right um also you could you know also and then you're sitting there thinking wow i i wish i would have got out and 
took two seconds to look, you know. Yeah, a five-second shortcut could cost thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, and so. several hours or, yeah. or possibly a whole day of work. So, well, what do you think? Andrew? Right, I, I agree. That's I'm Andrew with the, I'm with the safety department. I've been here about two and a half years. Um, with our spotters, speaking of our spotters, that's a, that's a huge, huge um, focus. Um, you know, we want to make sure they're not dropping trailers. They, you know, we, we can't have busted trailers. Um, they, they need to, we, we call it goal, get out and look. Um, whenever we're maneuvering in tight lots and, and making tight turns, they need, they need to get out and look. Um, that, that, that's a big um, initiative uh, from us in the safety department is, is to get, these, get everybody to take their time. Um, make sure you know their their head is on a swivel, not just using their mirrors. You know, looking behind them when they're approaching a trailer, uh, making sure they're doing a good tug test. Um, whatever good, as Chris said, whatever good process they have that they know to make sure they're connected to that trailer um, and that they're m maneuvering uh, safely. Yeah, well, very good. Um, well, now I did never, I've never done spotting. I've dropped and hooked thousands of trailers over the years. Right. It's, you know, so I'm doing the same job. It's not the same as you dropping dozens of them a day. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I always look for, um, I treat the customer's parking lot or a, or, or a drop yard is if it's like inner city driving. I, I watch and I look for pedestrians, cars, uh, you name it, because you've got tow motors, um, but yeah, you have the, uh, you've got the the workers that work there that walk around do yeah, checks. Yep, you've got workers. drivers that are in and out of their trucks going in for check in and check out. You've got the um, other employees driving around. So yeah, you've got a lot of things yeah, going on. You I have mean, the other spotter trucks. Yep. Um, you have hundreds, you know, a day of other companies, you know, coming and going. Yep. So it's probably worse than an inner city. Yeah, well, I think driving. One of the one of the scariest things that, that and it's happened to me more than I'd like to admit, but it happens. And one of the scariest things in when I get into a parking lot is you're usually going in the same parking lot. Employees are going in, and depending on what time of day it is, if it's, if it's shift change or lunch or break, they're on a time limit. They got five, ten, fifteen minutes. They want to run out and take off and run back in. Uh, I've had several times where I'll find my door and I'll, ang I'll line up to it and then I'll, you know, I'll angle out and cut the truck over. So I'm the truck and trailer sitting like this and I'm right. ready to back into the door. Now I can see the driver mirror, but I can't see anything. The passenger mirror is way out because yeah. of the angle yeah. of the truck and trailer. And, um, I watched so diligently because I've had dozens of times you get some guy coming back five seconds from his break late and boom, right behind your trailer just as you start to go backwards and he's will squeeze in between your trailer and the other trailers and yeah because they, well, they don't pay know, attention they got so much on their mind and that you they don't, don't think and about you can't stuff. see them until they're already coming out from behind you so you know I really watch left and right down the parking lots because... <laughs> well, you make a good point because um, as a spotter driver, you have to you have to pay attention to that too because mm -hmm. you're in the same area all day long. Yep. Well, like you come in, you've been somewhere else. This driver, any driver comes in and they just see all these spotter trucks backing in, going, driving around and they're just, they're all they're looking for is like, oh, where's my check-in? 
So yep, and they're, they're not paying attention to you. You might be backing into a door of something you've done a hundred times today, but you got to really pay attention because of one of the drivers might not be paying attention and drive right behind you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's happened before, so it's yeah, it, it happens a lot. Really cautious. Yeah, and that's the one thing. Like with pedestrians, right, right. Um, even people who work at factories, <coughs> warehouses, <coughs> they don't drive trucks. Right, they don't so, know what it's like. So, so uh, about that, what our drivers, you know, um, be, become pedestrians when you guys get out of the truck, and that's why we always tell them, you know, put on your your reflecting vest uh, if you have to walk through the lot for any reason. Put on that vest. Keep your head on a swivel. Um, we we had an issue with um, um, a pedestrian in a parking lot that was that was walking, looking down at a clipboard, wasn't paying attention, mm-hmm. and got hit by by another truck. Uh, we we saw oh, that. Wow. On, uh, yeah. There was footage, and we saw that uh, the truck backed up, didn't see the pedestrian, and hit him. Mm-hmm. So that's why we say keep keep your head up if you have to walk through a parking lot and. Yes. Keep, keep that reflector vest on to make it easier for people in trucks to see you. Yep, yep. And, um, you know, when, when you go to get out of the truck to open your doors, to check, to, to get out and look, <laughs> um, one of the things I always do before I back in is I always go to the door that I'm going to back into. I always check the ground. I check the dock. Make yeah. sure the dock lock or the, the door's not broke or something's not off because... If it is, and I back into that door, they might think I broke it. <laughs> you know? Right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I always, so always kind of just do a quick visual check. But while I'm there, I'm also looking for nails on the ground, uh, wood chunks, debris, seal pieces, anything that's a tire hazard, anything that's going to, you know, because you don't want to back your trailer into a door and then get a flat tire. Right. Uh, you know. Or even a wheel chalk sticking out there. Uh, yeah, wheel chalks. Yeah, uh, a lot of some of those metal wheel chalks, like, oh, they get old and they get used and then the metal on the side starts bending out and it makes a nice little sharp point. Yeah, it can pop a tire and, in Yeah, I'll rip your tire right in half. <laughs> so I always, I always look for that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I always go really slow. You watch your speed. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm on top of that steering wheel, looking out the mirrors, looking out the window. So you do yeah. something that reminds me, like my dad taught me, he was a driver, and mm-hmm. he taught me a long time ago that, you know, it's not, if you're a good driver, it's not your driving you need to worry about. It's everyone Everybody else around is, you. Yes. So you need to pay attention to everyone around mm-hmm. you. And I think that that's, that's probably right. pretty key. That's why that we, sounds like exactly yeah, what you're doing. That's, that's why we talk defensive driving all the time, you know. <laughs> I have conversations with drivers and... You know, they tell me I have a great accident record. I'm not doing anything wrong. And, you know, I remind them, look, I agree. You're a good driver, good professional. We yeah. just need to make sure you're driving defensively because you don't know what these other people are going to do. You yeah. have no idea right. who they are. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it, it's funny that you bring that up because it's one of the very first things that I learned when, when, when I was in my first three, six months of driving for a day of driving. Right. I wanted to look out for me when I pulled into a parking lot. I wanted to look out for somebody like me when I pulled into a truck stop. I felt so bad for those other drivers because I'm brand new day one and my 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 legs jumping up and down yeah, I'm you're nervous, nervous. Yeah. I, I mean literally with i've taken 35 40 minutes to back into a double wide spot before 
<laughs> you right, know? Yeah. And I got the trainer sitting in the passenger seat, you know, just be careful, calm down, watch well, we, what you're doing. That reminds me. You know. We have to remember <laughs> the trainer should have got backing, out and helped you back. <laughs> well, backing into stuff, we're not taking the CDL test where you get docked for points for pull-up training. Yes. It yeah. doesn't matter how many times you pull up, how many times you get out and look, you do it yeah. so you don't hit anything because the goal is not to hit anything. Right? Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, I mean, Eventually, uh, you know, over over 18, 20 years of driving, I got better at backing. <laughs> I'll tell you what, anytime I road test, some, anytime I road test someone and, and they have to back up, I get out and I, I stand back there and, and I'm going to help guide them because I am not going to be sitting in that truck when they hit something. I'm not going to have that on me. There's no way. And, and that's, that's a good point to bring up because um, when you're helping like a newer driver, because I've had plenty of times where I've had, had drivers come up and ask me to help them. It is a challenge when they don't know what they're doing, and God bless them because we were all there at one point. Nobody, sure, nobody yeah. came out of the, nobody came into the world knowing how to drive trucks. <laughs> That's right. You know, but you weren't born you need, with a shifter in your hand. <laughs> well, it's all automatic now. <laughs> I was born yesterday. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's a challenge to try and help somebody back in and tell them how to turn. And you know, and you want to be up front, but you want to be, you, know, you got to be beside them. But when you're back there, like you said, you have to move to stay in their mirror so they can see you. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they they're start, not thinking about that. You're right. telling them to go this way, they start going this way, and then you disappear out of their mirror, and you're right. <laughs> Wait, stop, stop it. They can't see That's you. That's a good point. I make sure I have so, visual with them yeah, in the mirror. Yeah, so you, can, you can see their eyes, they can mm -hmm. see you. Yeah, so I mean, but I've literally had times where I've pulled in and it's been a long day. I've drove all day. I'm exhausted. I'm all I want to do is back into the tour and go to bed. And I've literally pulled in and sat 45 minutes waiting for the guy to get backed into a dock. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's brand new. He was a, you know, he, you could tell he, would, he just got out of training or was in training. And um, did you get out and help him back? I have, if they ask, I, I don't bother them. I'll watch to see what they do. And if they ask, I, I will gladly help them. But if, if they don't ask, I let them go because sometimes the best training is just fighting your way through right. it. Um, the only time I'll intervene is if I see they're probably going to hit something or, then I, and I can stop it from happening because you don't want anybody to have an accident. Uh, you know, but yeah, I've literally sat for like 45 minutes at a customer's waiting for somebody, somebody back to in. get back to it and then <clears throat> just to drive, you know, a hundred yards down the parking lot to get out and go check in, um, only to come back out. And here's another new guy backing into another door and I got to wait for him. Well, as a spotter, you see that a lot, <laughs> yeah. like teams yeah, or somebody training or something mm -hmm. like that. And like, and they are nervous, and yeah. and they're always worried about what everybody else thinks yeah. around them. Like, oh, I gotta hurry. And I'd probably give more advice yeah. as a spotter to new drivers, mm -hmm. tell them like, don't worry about what everybody says. It doesn't matter if yep. they're honking the horn, flipping you off, cussing you out. Who cares? Ignore them. Do what's mm -hmm. safe, and take yeah. your time. And I go, you'll, yeah. you're you're naturally going to get better at it the more you do it. So yeah. yep. you just take your time. And, and it's around. and like you said, you're in go 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 mode. And all of a sudden, you just got to stop and wait. And like I said, it's it's hard, it's aggravating, it's frustrating, but we've all been that's there. Right. And yeah. so, you know, that's one of the best things you can do for a new driver is just try to be patient 
it, yeah, best case scenario, like you said, go over and offer to help. Right. Um, go over and say, hey, you know, do you want me to watch your blind side for you? Um, you know, I mean, I've literally seen guys backing into docks like this, and they're going this way. Uh, <laughs> and then they pull up, and then they're going this way. And then they, play, you know, and yeah. they keep turning the wheel exactly the same. So it's like they know what they want to do, but they're stuck doing the same motion. Right. And you just need to, so you go over and say, hey, you know. But yeah, I'll, if they ask, I will. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Um, and, and monitoring, you know, some of the, the camera stuff, I've seen a lot of other drivers get out and, and help other drivers, you know, back in, you know, just people from other companies, that camaraderie, helping each other out. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. they hit something anyway, but uh, they, they do try to help each other out there. I have seen that. Yeah. Um, Another thing I always do is um, that you're supposed to anytime is when you're backing or doing anything but regular forward driving, you always want to have your four ways on, have your hazards on so that everybody knows you're doing something different, you know. Um, uh, I've seen uh, another thing that, that, I, that I do is, uh, especially like truck stops and stuff. Um, <coughs> The one, the one thing I, if you can straight line back into a dock door, great. Um, but you like, let's say you go to a truck stop and you're looking for a place to park. If you don't have to back that truck up, don't. If you can find a pull-through spot where there's two empty spots from yeah. the back, yeah. I always would just line up through, that yeah. and just pull straight through. The safest thing to do in backing is not to have to back well, you eliminate um, the risk yeah so. yeah and um so the, i always look for those um i'll look for double and triple wide spots so that way i've got room um at the truck stop you know yeah. that way if i'm off a little bit you know because i mean i know how to back i know how to control the truck but sometimes it, it, you know it's pouring down snow it's pouring down rain i've been driving for 10 hours i'm exhausted so I'll look for those spots that are going to be convenient to back into just for safety's sake um, it, you know and another thing I always look for is you get at a truck stop in the middle of the day wide open parking you get there at night or you wake up in the middle of the night to leave all the parking spots are full and 500 more trucks came in and you you can tell at some truck stops where they creative park, which they have to do. Yeah, yeah. But you're waking always, drivers up to, to get them I've to move. Got, so I've, you can I've get been out. in positions where I've actually had to get out at night, two, three o'clock in the morning. I got to get up and leave. I got to go wake this poor guy up and go, "Hey, can you move your truck so yeah. he can move his truck, so that guy can move his truck, so I can get out?" That is not fun. No, I, no, you know, I bet you but, met some. Uh, Pretty yeah, nice yeah. Attitudes. <laughs> Actually, in my experience, I mean, they're upset that they I had to get up. It's like, but they've always been. Yep, yeah, I'll move. Right. Uh, yeah, they know. You know. Yeah, you they know, know. When they you, park, they you, do. You know, if you're parking, hey, if any of those guys need to get out, I got. So when I go into a truck stop, you know, to park, I look for spots that are away from those areas, so I don't have to deal with that. If right. it's an option, like I'll park like in a spot up close to the fuel bay 
where I know nobody's going to create a park in a fuel bay, or they, they normally don't. So, so has anybody <laughs> refused to move when you ask them? Like, no, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going back to sleep, or you just it, can't it, wake them up? Or I've heard stories from other drivers that... Because um, I'd be like, no, I'm sleeping, heated. I'm not doing anything, I, I'm sleeping. <laughs> but I've never had that experience myself. Um, well, I think a lot of that has to do with the way you approach somebody. So yeah, if you yeah. approach them like, get out of my way! <laughs> bam, 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 yeah, bam, bam, bam. You're probably not going to be received very well. So. You but, <laughs> Yeah. That's, so I think a lot yeah, of yeah. attitude is a lot. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and like I said, most of it, I mean... They were doing the same thing you were doing. They were coming in dead tired. All they want to do is go to sleep, and there's no yeah. spaces. They were probably way more stressed to try and get parked than you were. So you kind of take that into consideration. Sure, yeah. You try to be professional and on well, a smile. Uh, a lot yeah. of times, a smile makes yeah. a difference. I don't they just need more places for truckers to park out there. They, they, they do. They, they do. They need, they need more safe havens um, for you guys. They they really do. Um, it's and it seems like the more they build. You still need more, right? But, <laughs> but yeah, like so. Those are those are some of the things that, that I look for when I pull into a truck stop. I'm watching for beginning drivers. Uh, you know, if uh, people that look like they're brand new, I'm watching for you know what fuel bay to go into. I'm looking for open parking spots yeah. to pull through, um, stuff like that. Uh, anything that's going to make my day easier for me. Try to anticipate yeah. what you're going to do yeah. at the, when you wake up, not wait till then to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, yeah, so you park in a spot you. where you know, hey, when I wake up, I'm going to be able to just pull right out and go. All right. As, like you said, yeah, you wake up in the middle of the night and we're all worried about it later. I mean, it, there's times you have to park in those spots and you know, hey, when I get up, I'm probably not going to be able to get out of here. Right. <laughs> you <yeah>. know, um, <laughs> I better but, rethink that one. <laughs> One of the other things that I do uh, do is if I have options, um, I watch for trucks that are crooked, trailers that are crooked, uh, people that are parked real close to the line or, or over the line. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I try to stay away from them because well, yeah. they go pulling out and they're over the line and then they go to swing and then boom there goes my mirror you know right, <laughs> or my right. bumper or uh you know whatever so i always uh you know i always try to park straight and even in the lines but it doesn't always happen you know you know but so i don't i don't get overly upset with them i understand how it is and maybe they're crooked because when they backed in the guy beside them was crooked right you know but you have to look out you have to anticipate but, but you yeah but so. you look for that stuff <clears throat> to make your job easier when you get up later and you want to go so you don't have any additional problems well i'll tell you from a recruiting standpoint like when we look for drivers <laughs> Um, yeah. Honestly, these little fender benders, accidents, stuff like that, it shows up mm -hmm. on your DAC or on your driving yeah. record yeah. and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. it looks bad. Yeah. So I'm looking for the safest driver out there. Yeah. And if you yeah. are a safe driver, you have you have a lot more leverage, I guess, yeah. when you go to a company. So you want to be safe. Well, yeah. I think there it, needs to be a, an emphasis more on safety yeah, and you for get, their future versus just oh you know accidents happen oh absolutely have that attitude because every driver's got a csa score it could maybe it's zero maybe you know on to up whatever but when you go to it from company to company they're going to look at your dac report they're going to look yeah. at that csa score um 
And Which affects companies too. Yeah. So because it affects, not only does it affect the driver, but it affects the CSA score from a company. Yeah. So it's like I think all, all the companies don't hurt. No, it it affects it both. Affect, of us. It affects so, both. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've learned a lot being in inside as a recruiter, like things that affect the company. Yeah, you know, just the same as yep. it does the driver that I never knew so, before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and it's you know it's the other thing like you know you, you park crooked or somebody's park crooked and you try to get out or the trailers are real close together, and then you got the people parking on the other side of the aisle from you, you know I actually had a situation once where I you know this was a spot that I had but when I got up this guy on this side was real close to me I couldn't even get my door open I, I mean as small as I am <laughs> I couldn't get out of my driver's door he was that wow. close. I had to get out the pasture side. Unfortunately, right across from me, but a little caddy corner, the way I needed to go, there's a car hauler with an extended, you know, you know they got that one, right. they're, longer, yeah. they're longer than a space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's sticking out in the aisle, and I'm, uh, what, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, so literally what I had to do was I had to pull straight forward, and then angle slightly over and back back up and then pull forward and then angle slightly over and to kind of wiggle to take your out, truck yeah, over. to get the space which got me a little closer to the guy over here but i had enough room um and then i had to do like a almost like a button hook turn out there but i mean i literally crawled out of that parking space and yeah. i was probably inches from the bumper of that car hauler, <laughs> and the whole time my the, you know my knees going uh, on the clutch and my heart's going right. I, well, yeah, how many safe miles have you got with uh, with Continental Express? Uh, 2.3, 2.4, something like million that. million miles. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's something to say. I think you well, know that's a great thing. But even know? with that, that scenario happens tomorrow. I'm still nervous. I'm sweating bullets. Yeah. I'm still going, uh, you know. But there's a reason why you have 2.3 million miles. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, uh, I mean, but that's, you know, that's the stuff you got to look for. Sure, I mean, yeah. You know, safe driving is, is great, but it's safe driving is more than safe driving. There's so much more to our job. You have to live, breathe, and eat it, really. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so I mean, safety's inside the truck, outside the truck. you got to worry about what's going on beside, on each side of you, behind you, in front of you. It's, yeah. Um, right, and, and like <clears throat> conversations I have with drivers about safety, you know, that sometimes they're locked into that moment, you know, I need to get the load here. There's nothing else happening in the world but me getting the load there. And, you know, I have to remind them, look, it, as you mentioned, Chris, it does affect the company if something were to happen. Mm. It's going to affect a lot of people around you if there's a big accident. You could get hurt. They can get hurt. You know, equipment damage, uh, loss of life. Um, you know, your record could be scarred, like you said, you know. Um, so that, that's a part of my conversation with them to kind of give them, help them develop a macro view of, of what they're doing out there and how, why they need to be safe because so many people and so many things are affected. Yeah. Well, well, for instance, well, like this morning, you know, we talk about damaged trailers. You know, it's it, the shop gets behind, and then mm -hmm. okay, now now you're talking about how is the maintenance up on the trucks? You know, because they're behind mm -hmm. doing other stuff or customers that affects our ability to get more customers. It affects right. driver pay yep. because if there's a lot of damage out there and there's a lot of like safety cost invested in mm -hmm. fixing damages, well, then I mean. The driver, the bottom line, is the one that pays the ultimate price. Right. Because that yeah. could be more money yeah. in our pockets. Yep. Well, so. well, it goes back to what we were saying before, is that you take 
you you don't take those two seconds to take your time double triple check look things over make sure you got a good safe path or a clear exit yeah uh it could cost you the rest of your day let's say you're at the truck stop and you wake up and you and, and you're bright-eyed bushy-tailed ready to go and all excited because uh you know Hey, I'm going to go get this load delivered because we know that's how you did it. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, and you get up and you're just uh, you jump in the seat, start the truck up and got your coffee and, you, you know, and you're ready to go. And you don't get out and check any of this stuff. You don't see what's going on. You just rip your curtains open, jump in the seat and go. You pull out and your trailer catches the guy on the other side because he's crooked and too close and you didn't, you know, or you didn't get far enough out of the hole before you turned and you turned too tight. You take out his bumper, you take out yeah. your trailer door, your ICC bar, your lights. Well, you ruined his day and your day. You only get paid when the wheels are turning. You get yeah. paid by the mile. Right. You're not going anywhere. Now... <laughs> You got damage. You got to wait for a police report or, or an incident report. You got to contact Andrew here and have one of those really tough <laughs> conversations that he loves to have. You know, I want to say yeah. it so bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> yeah, and um, but, Go. but, yeah, yeah. but um, you know, now now you've also damaged this other guy now. He's got to get out. He's got to do an incident report. He's got to call his company, or if he's an owner-operator, maybe, maybe the damage you did now maybe his truck's inoperable. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Now you took a bunny away from his family. You took you took food off of his table for his kids, and you got to think of that. You know. I think, like Andrew said, not a lot of a lot of people in general, not just drivers, but people in general, don't look at the macro view of everything. They just they, mm, they right. tunnel vision. It's like this, yep. this is all I can see, but you can't do it that way because that's yeah. when an accident's going to happen. Yep. Well, well, Andrew's being called away. I am. Andrew, <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Andrew is on a mission. <laughs> see you guys later. It's probably right. another phone call, Andrew. <laughs> You're going to have to make a few more. <laughs> so. Why did I get a sign on on the door that says yeah. recording in yeah. process is yeah. on air? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this uh, was fun. Yeah, this was I enjoyed fun. it, Dave. Yeah. We need to do this again. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining in, and this was uh, our podcast on yard safety and truck stop safety.